0: Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.
1: Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for July 11th, 2018. Dylan Covey once had problems again the second time through the lineup. wasn't as severe as his 4th of July outing against Cincinnati, yet the final score is more lopsided thanks to some shoddy bullpen work. Cardinals thumped the White Sox 14-2 with half of St. Louis's runs scored during an ugly 6th inning, which was capped off by a Dexter Fowler grand slam. The White Sox have now lost six in a row. Covey kept the Cardinals lineup 0-for-8 with a walk the first time through the order, but when the lineup turned over two outs in the third, the hits started coming. Four straight two-out hits gave St. Louis a 2-0 lead. The Sox answered that with their own rally against Miles Michaelis. Omar Nevarez led off with a single, Tim Anderson doubled him the third, and Charlie Tilson cashed them both in with a single through the right side, after a failed safety squeeze attempt, of course. But... The Sox had no more answers after that, although that didn't stop the Cardinals for asking for them. Cards added one in the fourth, one in the fifth, and then seven in the sixth, started with the single up the middle on Covey's watch, after which Jace Fry retired just one of the three batters he faced, giving Bruce Rondon a bases-loaded situation. Rondon got the first batter to fly out, but then he walked the next three batters during a stretch that included a passed ball, a wild pitch, and a wild pitch that was probably a passed ball. It really didn't matter because he threw just two of 14 pitches for strikes, and I don't know why he's still around. Then came Hector Santiago, who gave up a slam to follow around his second pitch of the evening to kick the game well out of reach. Credit Santiago for gutting through the rest of the game, pitching the final three and third innings on 74 pitches, but it wasn't a particularly good performance for anybody who took the mound for the Sox. Michaelis, on the other hand, bounced back from that rough third to throw six strong innings, he now has a 2.65 VRA to go along with a ten and three record. Must be nice. The Sox and Cardinals will be back at it tomorrow as the White Sox try to avoid losing all four games of the season series of St. Louis. It'll be Luke Weaver against Carlos Rodon. First pitches at seven ten pm Central on NBC Sports Chicago. If it doesn't go well, well, at least there's another off day afterward. Before the game, Rick Hahn spoke to the media and made a few announcements. They placed Avi Garcia back on the disabled list with another hamstring strain, although the Sox hope this one is milder than the one that came before. The recently claimed Ryan Lamar took his place in the roster as a right-handed outfielder with the added bonus that he can cover center field. Hahn also announced a bigger DL stint, as Mike Adolfo will succumb to Tommy John surgery, ending his season. The recovery is expected to be 8-10 months, which puts his return in a March to May window. Adolfo had been limited to DH duties due to a partial tear in the ligament in his throwing elbow, and while it hadn't affected him at the plate, he suffered a setback during his throwing program. In better news, Han said Eloy Jimenez is progressing well from his adductor strain, and he could be back in a week to 10 days. Also, Ryan Cordell, if you remember him, is expected to start a rehab stint in Arizona as he tries to come back from a broken collarbone. In 2018 news, it turns out Nick Madrigal has missed the last few games due to a sore hamstring, and second-round pick Steel Walker has yet to appear in his first pro game due to an oblique issue. Both players supposedly had these maladies during the end of their college seasons, so the Sox are getting the injuries out of the way before they're even drafted. (laughs) Running through the box scores, Charlotte was off due to the AAA All-Star break, Canapolis is idle, and the DSL White Sox were rained out. The Birmingham Barons lost to Mississippi 3-1 despite another strong start by Bernardo Flores. He's allowed just two runs on six hits and a hit batter over seven innings, striking out seven. He's gone deep into all four starts at double A, and this is the third to have gone seven innings. Joel Booker went 2-4 for four at the homer, which accounted for 40% of Birmingham's hits. Winston-Salem got doubled up by Salem 8-4. Blake Battenfield was more like Blake Batterfield, as he was swatted around for seven runs over five innings, including three homers. Luis Gonzalez and Blake Rutherford had two hit nights, while the other six dash hitters had three hits combined. Great Falls used a four run first inning to beat Orem 6 1. Corey Zangari homered twice, giving him four in his first 10 games of 2018 after he missed all of 2017 with Tommy John surgery. And the Arizona Rookie League White Sox squandered a ninth inning lead in a 2 1 loss to the AZL Mariners. Camilo Quintero continues to get on base half the time, and he also stole a base. Brian Herrera pitched five shutout innings and converted position player Felix Mercedes through a scoreless inning in his pitching debut. Around the league, the Indians had one of those games that make you question their viability as a contender. After getting shut down by Trevor Bauer for eight innings, the Reds assaulted Cody Allen for seven ninth-inning runs in a 7-4 stunner over Cleveland. The Indians have now lost four in a row, but fortunately for them, the Twins' five-game winning streak was snapped with a 9-2 loss to Kansas City so the Tribe still leads the Central by eight games. The Red Sox won their eighth straight game while the Yankees lost to Baltimore, so Boston now leads the AL East by three and a half games. And Philadelphia now has sole possession of first place in the NL East by beating the Mets while the Braves lost to Toronto. The All-Star rosters are going through alterations. On the AL side, Jed Lowry replaces the injured Glaber Torres, and Yadier Molina took Buster Posey's spot in the National League. The Home Run Derby participants will be announced tonight, The National League side is set with Javier Baez, Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper, and Max Muncy, while the American League side is so far defined by who isn't participating, as Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Mookie Betts, and J.D. Martinez have all declined. Maybe Manny Machado will make the cut, but who even knows what team he'll be on by then, because his rumor mill is gaining speed. The Red Sox, Yankees, Dodgers, Brewers, and Diamondbacks are all said to be involved to various degrees, and the Cardinals and Cubs have checked in as well. That'll do it for this sunny-side-up episode of the White Sox Wake-Up Call. Join us at SoxMachine.com to talk about the game, the minor league action, and Micah Adolfo's injury, and you can follow us on Twitter, at SoxMachine. Josh and I will be back with Sox Machine Live after tonight's game, and if you miss it, you can catch up by subscribing to us on iTunes, Spotify, and the Google Play Music Store. And should you be in a giving mood, you can support everything Sox Machine at patreon.com soxmachine Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine Podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis.
0: When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.